it's time for another podcast. This is the June July based on the June July newsletter. The last one we did was in April, so missed a couple of months mainly because of social distancing, uh, COVID furlough, uh, amongst other things. But now we're back. We have to keep our social distance and everything. Now in the April newsletter and podcast we said that the office should be completed soon and we would get to film the next podcast in it and we're here here we are so it took a while but we eventually made it uh i'll run through the the scheduling standard orders uh upcoming podcasts we did speak in april about having yazan coming up uh, once he completed his phd his phd still not completed he has to he's prepping for the defense of it once that's completed they'll come up and he'll do a a discussion on waste and the circular economy and also i suppose i should say we're looking for anyone else to come up that's interested in discussing anything on the the podcast as long as it's interesting and it's interest industry related it would be good to have his on and just have a chat and a cup of coffee it would be good uh, what's been happening, Persis this month? Very, very little. We've had problems, obviously, with COVID. We couldn't get out, but one thing we have been doing is working behind the scenes on things such as the new health and safety portal, which is completed and will be live on Monday. So this is a couple of days' time from now. Everybody that's a current member of our, our current consultancy client of Persis will have on the renewal they will be sent a questionnaire emailed and once the questionnaire is filled out it will automatically generate everything. <coughs> uh, we'll upload the policies and procedures and everything that we're supposed to send out will be downloadable from the portal and it also means that if you're stuck for something you just go onto your own little page on the portal and it's already sitting there for you so makes everybody's lives easier and paperless another couple of developments would be the new and improved online training section we have uh, it's now paypal ready so you can just go in pay paypal and off you go and once you've completed if you are successful in passing the final exams you get your certificate immediately sent to you. So makes everything so much easier. So behind the scenes, we've been working really hard to to update Persis as a company. Courses. Uh, oh, sorry, client news. Very little client news. A lot of things are slowly starting, but hopefully we'll have good news from our clients for our clients for the next few podcasts, what's been happening. Upcoming courses, uh, Dave Betts gave us uh, the update for the July courses. Um, I was running through them earlier on. We've got something like 15 courses booked up and down the country at the moment. Uh, a lot of them are, are open courses. In Hyde, we've got one that's on Skype. We're actually, Matt is currently delivering the, the pilot course for the National Demonstration Training groups manager course via Skype so the pilot's on day four which is tomorrow yeah that's the and, symposium day and symposium day and then it's going to be the exciting day yeah <laughs> and then it's then it's the final exam 
So that's great. You know, we get the we get to pull the pilot, and Matt gets to be the guy delivering it. So it's it's, it's good news for us. Exciting stuff. And it's the first manager course for demolition you've delivered for the demolition training group. Yeah, that was that was meant to be the one that I was meant to deliver before the lockdown, but that got that got cancelled for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we have training up and down the country, Scotland, Manchester, um, Scotland is, is not the equivalent to Manchester of course, um, but <laughs> Scotland, North of England and South of England. Uh, so that kind of brings the, the, the updates up to date. If anybody needs any training courses, obviously please email davebetts at david at persis.org.uk and he'll more or less get whatever you need sorted out. And if you don't have the course that you're looking for, speak to him, we can write one for you. Right, on to the newsletter. Right guys, what do we have in the newsletter this month? HSE warns against the use of the KN95 face mask. Oh, that was my, uh, that was my article. HSEs put out a uh, safety alert because a lot of these people are buying them online and they're fake. So it's not actually a warning against the KN95, it's that the 95 face mask isn't real. It's so, been duplicated. Yeah, right? so people are selling fake masks. And then people are thinking that they should be wear their 95 mask as opposed to the P3 or the P2 when they're doing the construction site works. <coughs> they're saying, well, I need a COVID mask. No, you don't. You, you're dealing with asbestos. You need an asbestos mask. <coughs> so it's peculiar. Have these, have these, uh, these, these fake uh, masks been tested? Uh, and are they any good or are they...? It's basically just tissue paper with elastic bands on it. Mm. Like surgical masks, really. Yeah. 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 The surgical masks without the correct grain and people mm. just yeah. throwing them together. Yeah. I saw a very interesting thing, you guys have probably seen it, where the guys put like a, a vapour spray, they mm -hmm. spray in mm -hmm. through the fake masks and the vapour mm -hmm. spray's passing right through and mm -hmm. then he puts up a real one and it just stops. Yeah, so, you, so that's the difference. Yeah, you can test it, if nothing passes through it, mm -hmm. then mm -hmm. it's the correct standard. The, the 95, so the KN95 is 95% efficiency. Yeah. So when you're spraying stuff comes through, that's not 95%. It's no, 10%. Maybe 9.5%. Yeah. So I think they've missed a decimal point there somewhere. I've <laughs> seen a test also where, uh, where people cough on a probe mm -hmm. and it shows how the bacteria grows and they cough without the mask and with the mask on you can just see massive amounts of bacteria mm -hmm. growing on, on the probe. So they do offer a lot of protection. Yeah. Yes, it's important that the people understand what they're buying and why they're using the thing. Yeah. You know, I've been over this many, many times with PPE. You know, when people just give the knee-jerk blank of that's what we're using. Yeah. Why? You know, what? Show me the thought process. You need to get one of them for the for the hairdressers and now kind of talk to their customers, um, just to protect the backs of their heads. Mm. No, I, I just completely <laughs> like the idea of them not talking to me. <laughs> Leave me alone and get on with it. And it's not that I'm unsocial. I thought it was funny though, because I mean, when has a hairdresser ever stood in front of you and, and spoke to you? They're always behind you. Mm. So I don't know where no talking applies. 
case your neck gets COVID. That's it, aye. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Wear one of the masks just in case the back of your head and your neck gets infected. Wow. Yeah. It's bizarre what people come up with. But some, mm. some people seem to find that all the regulations don't apply as soon as COVID comes in. Mm-hmm. Everything that's ever applied now applies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I, it doesn't. It's not any different. From one extreme to the other, I don't need to do Same anything. Same rules yeah. apply. Just... And I need to do everything. Yeah. No, no, you really don't. Yeah. It's yeah. It, it's horses for courses. They need to make sure that they're complying with the things that apply, mm-hmm. not and COVID. Yeah, and not complying with everything because they don't know what they're doing. It's, mm-hmm. For anybody out there that's stuck. There's a really good company that does occupational safety and health advice, and for a small charge, we'll help you. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, masks. Make sure buy them from a reputable place. Obviously, we can't advertise, but if you get stuck, let us know. We'll point you in the right direction. The next one's mine, I think. Yeah. So. The title reads, Don't miss this opportunity to innovate your business. And I think this is a very good opportunity for every business, regardless of if you're a construction contractor, your construction firm, or whatever you do. I think now is a, a very good time to reevaluate your company structure and how things uh, and how things operate. And possibly smoothing out the processes and see the outgoings and just take the time to to save money on processes basically. Do you, do you mean have things like the uh, uh, like a SWOTS analysis for the companies? Yeah. Like strengths and weaknesses and find out what we can do and yeah. I think that's uh, unfortunately for a lot a lot of companies this is gonna mean reduction of staff. Well, there was a big name recently, today, um, the the restaurants, what was the name of the restaurant people? I can't remember the name of the company, but they own uh, uh, Red, uh, the French restaurant. Café Rouge. Café Rouge, uh, the, the, the chain, mm-hmm. and they're close to liquidation, but they now think they're not going to liquidate, they're going to break them into three groups. Mm-hmm. Um, and shut down like 70 or 69 branches so mm. they stay afloat. Yeah. But that's thousands of job, jobs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Even big, strong companies, like for example, Harrods, they're reducing staff. There's, there's so many, so many different ones that are working. Harrods, they're filed yeah. for protection from bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. So, big, big, massive, massive firms. Yeah. Even in construction. It's not, it's not to say that they're going to it's going to last forever. I mean, if they're, if they're working on a skeleton scarf, staff to to keep that social distancing and stuff, well, it's not mm-hmm. to say that with the growth of the business they can, mm-hmm. can increase their staff once again. It goes to show how heavily leveraged they are and how much that they're relying on the continual cash flow. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, people would have a, a war chest of money sitting there to see them through tough times. Right. People got so complacent of late, you know. I thought in 2008, when there was a major crash, people would have done something yeah. about it, but nobody did. They just kept doing the same thing over and over. People and over. tend to just live week by week, month by month. Hand yeah. Month, yeah and, well, there was a study done that said uh, most people, majority of people, two or three paychecks from bankruptcy. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So. 
That's a, it's a very sad film. But it's also a good learning curve as well for the future, yeah. for this pandemic coming coming about. That'll educate people for to manage their money better. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, for the future, in wow. case there is anything else that pops up. And well, so will people learn? Or this this is always my my concern. Mm-hmm. You can teach the less, you can give the lessons, but if the guy's not receptive to the learning outcomes, mm-hmm. you're basically wasting your time. Mm-hmm. So for me, I would be really happy if everyone actually, what we've learned from here is, let's make sure there's money in the bank, let's make sure that they were a cash-rich company and not leveraged mm-hmm. and, running, yeah. and only running on cash flow like is the business model of most yeah. companies. Because mm-hmm. that's something that we've done. We did our Schwartz analysis and looked at it very quickly and went, what did we do? Well, we're in a relatively good position because we've, we, we're relatively diverse, but we need to have cash money in the bank and be cash rich yeah. for two, three, four months. Mm-hmm. So if something else ever happens again, yeah. we can keep rolling. Yeah. So I, I just hope everyone else does the same. It's a good lesson to everyone, yeah. Yeah. And not in Britain, I think we're fortunate enough to have the follow scheme, but with a lot of companies. Yeah. All, all across the world that they may not have as near as like support mm-hmm. and how many companies worldwide not just UK but how many companies are actually going to go out of business oh definitely so oh, Americans gave each each member of the public was a thousand dollars one thousand one hundred dollars something like that mm-hmm. um, if you look at that okay it's nothing in comparison with, with what Britain's done we're very 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 lucky to live here where our government has taken care of us mm-hmm. and I know a, a lot of people complain and say they didn't do enough they did so much more than a lot of other people yeah, we yeah. have to be very very happy with that definitely our our government for whatever its faults are that isn't one of them they've done so much more than everyone else at that um, however what's the number that uh, the government's pumping into the economy something like 90 billion mm-hmm. 40 billion of each is going into construction. So 40 odd billion? Yeah. Right. So 40 odd billion, which is okay. I mean, I, 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 I could probably live with that. Uh, but 40 odd billion, it depends, for me at least, it depends on how they, they dis- distribute their money. If the government does what the government usually does and puts into major building schemes, infrastructure schemes like HS2, then that will go to three or four major contractors, Balfour Beatty, Skanska, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that will not bleed into the working man. Yeah. If it bled into the working man, the working man's likely to spend that money. Well, what the Americans have done is given $1,000 to each person, they won't spend that. Yeah. So they've put that money into the economy and actually elevate the economy. <clears throat> yeah. What we'll do is we'll put it in the, the pockets of very, very wealthy companies and it won't bleed down. Yeah. So it's actually not going to technically stimulate the economy in the same way mm-hmm. as if they just gave everybody a check. And I'm not yeah. saying everybody should just be given a check, mm-hmm. but it's a more efficient way of getting that money in, into the economy. If yeah. you give a billionaire a million pounds, he just sticks it in the bank. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But if you give a million people a pound, they're going to spend it. So it's the easiest way is to give the working class the money, they will spend the money. Back in. And some companies naturally will just have to liquidate. Because because of the circumstances, yeah, you know the the industry, everything, the world as we know knew it before, is gone. Of course, yeah. And how many? Yes, there's a lot of job losses, but there's a new jobs creating at the same rate as they're, as it's losing because these people have to work somewhere. So there there'll be a lot of people that maybe start their own business mm-hmm. in a in a field that's totally new. Yeah. yeah. 
So I think it, yes, there's a lot of bad stuff, but I think there's a lot of opportunities to improve. There's a lot of there's a lot of positives that yeah. can be taken out of this. Yeah. Again, if you want to, people mm. always take some people always take the bad. Yeah. I'm yeah. very very pleased that our company we've not lost anyone mm -hmm. from from the workforce. We've not had to get rid of anyone. Yeah. All our guys are still working. As that makes me really really happy. We've been able to kind of. Yeah. Uh, soldier on and kind of just just muddle through it, yeah. and, and of course, everybody's everybody's done well. Everybody's working hard to make sure it happens. Yeah. But even with the companies like ours that that's doing well during a time like this, we still kind of changing with yeah. the with the online We've stuff. Got to adapt and evolve. It's, it's the way forward. And that's one thing I think here. Um, this article talks about in construction news. You know, <laughs> you, you you need to evolve and adapt. Zishan says something about it. Um, Disrupt your business, which is a really good term. You have to look at your business, disrupt that business, and figure out what the, f the cracks are and fix that. Mm -hmm. And then you work on strongest. It's a great mentality. It's like exercise, you know, do the same routine. Shock the body for time to time. Yeah, uh, don't, don't do the same routine. Shock your business. You're never going to improve doing the same yeah. thing over, yeah. over and over again. Yeah. And, and by exercise, you mean like EKFC 3 4 <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. No, we've already done that. <laughs> I think we cracked that one. <laughs> well, one thing I will say about the 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 innovations with the the, uh, the government incentives, on to David's article on the CITB, they've got a I, I don't want to say a stimulus plan, um, but it kind of is. The CITB set plans to support the sector's skill based recovery via the levy scheme. Mm -hmm. So it depends on how many people you've got working for you, mm -hmm. and they're giving out. I wish Dave was here; he'd tell you the exact numbers. It's I think it's like twelve thousand pounds if you have less than a hundred people, and it's like twenty five thousand pounds. They're reducing the levy by twenty five percent. They're reducing the levy. They're giving you basically a, a cash injection to get training, and mm -hmm. uh, so you get your skill shortage people trained up. Which, if you think about that as well, so it's bringing people into work, so that stimulate the economy. Yeah. It's pumping money back into the companies, yeah. which means that they're hiring people and then they're having to pay for that training. So that money is getting filtered down through lots and lots of people. That yeah. is a great incentive and a great way to get people mm -hmm. to work and get the economy kick-started. Yeah. Pumping 40 billion into a train scheme is not really going to do it. Because mm -hmm. that's going to be profits for a major, and that's that's tax. That's just the government giving itself money back in tax to get the economy going. It needs to be a grassroots movement. It's a yeah. good incentive because uh, let's face it. After this uh, pandemic, some people are going to be keen to get back to work, and others are going to be struggling to get back to work mm -hmm. uh, because of the time off and yeah. not having as much to do and being bored and just lossy. Uh, motivation. Motivation, motivation, yeah. yeah. So you can't be bored. You can paint the same walls over and over. <laughs> I see the point actually. <laughs> actually Dave's just Dave's response here, uh, his response to his article is anything that can help right now is very welcome. If you're a CITB registered, have two hundred and fifty employees or less on PEYE and are not aware of the Skills and Training Fund, please contact me on david at persis.org.uk and I will be able to let you know how much grant is available to you and how to claim your money towards training and NVQs. So if you're un unsure, just either email Dave, 
give him a call, he will more or less tell you anything you want to know. He's always happy to help. That's one thing about David. It's fantastic. Yeah, but the construction, I think, will play a big part in kind of getting, getting everything back to getting, getting everything back to normal. It's, it's the biggest, one of the biggest um, sector employers, isn't it? Mm. Most of the working guys work in the construction industry in some yeah. way. Yeah. Be them brickies, demolition, painters, whatever. Roofers, everything. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's, you know, the, a, a roofer is still construction, even if mm. they're just into roof repairs. Yeah. A painter that's painting the house is still in the, it's still technically construction. Yeah. And that's the thing. The construction umbrella does demolition, which is the polar opposite of building, mm -hmm. to a guy that just comes and puts slabbing in your garden. Mm -hmm. That's all falls under construction, so it's a huge, huge industry. Yeah. yeah, and the amount of industries that are around it as well, like the suppliers. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of huge like contracts that have been just frozen and put on hold until this is all over, so these things still need to be done. Yeah, So the work still needs to be done. Things, the things <laughs> are going to get fired back up uh, soon, we hope. Yeah. Let's, let's hope the economy really gets itself. I think now everybody's keen to just get their lives back on track. Mm -hmm. You know, the first few weeks were cool. It was a paid holiday for everybody. Yeah. Come the end of month one, it was still a bit fun. Come week six, people were just wanting back to normal. As I described it, it was like the fortnight, the 14 day holiday that you go and you wish it only went for 10 days. <laughs> 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 People are actually having to do things like talk to their wives. I mean, that's just torture. Yeah. That's just not fair. I mean, who signed up for that? That's just, uh, I mean, I, I really feel sorry for the, the country as a whole. Okay, <laughs> make you or break you. Yeah. And we're going to have a massive increase of babies and divorces. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Homicides and possibly <laughs> babies and divorces from the same people as well. Like, <laughs> this isn't working. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Double trouble. <laughs> I don't know anyone personally I'm thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, one thing I do want to say, guys, um, today the workplace statistics from HSE came out, and I know we don't want to do the the doom and gloom stuff. You know, the, the uh, injury statistics from the HSE, and uh, you, you guys don't have a copy, no, no. I've got a copy. Um, it got published yesterday, which was the first. Yep. Today. Um, and only came out today, so I, I got my, my, my copy of it this morning, from uh, UCATA, so United Kingdom Asbestos Training Organizations Association, sorry, sent it to me. Um, I'll just read, I've highlighted a couple of the kind of key things, so I'll just touch on them because while I've not had a, uh, the, the opportunity today to read through everything and do an, uh, an analysis like I usually do and then put it on the website for the blog, I've not had a chance to do that, so I'm just going to have a, a read through the key things while we're here. Falls from heights is still the highest cause of fatal injury, 29, being struck by moving vehicles, second top again. That's what beans five years running. Yeah. Uh, 29 and 20. So that's 49 in total. That's uh, more than the, the bottom three combined. So it's, it's a huge number. What are the bottom three? Uh, it's been struck by a moving object, trapped in something, collapsing over time, and contact with moving machinery. Mm. 
92 members of the public were killed uh, due to work-related activities in 2019-2020, excluding that those that died in local authority and forced workplaces. So there's about another dozen, dozen and a half of them. Uh, headline figures. Yeah, a total of 111 workers were killed in the UK, a decrease of 38 from the previous year. Now, it is going to be very difficult to say, is that because of COVID? But from what I've glanced at, it certainly looks like the numbers were dropping. Yeah. Comparable numbers for the same period <laughs> pre-COVID were actually down. Yeah. So while we are down 38 uh, because of COVID, it looked it certainly looks like on the statistics we're dropping anyway. Mm -hmm. Problem will be is come next year when it looks like there's a spike. It's not as we've had a quarter, mm -hmm. so yeah. the first we've lost three months worth of work. Yeah, realistically, so that's three months worth of quite significant injury statistics. Mm -hmm. And the next months are going to be a lot slower. Yeah, than they would usually. Well, I would usually slow down for summer anyway, but it's going to be even slower. Yeah, well, as a business, I mean, I, I spoke to David today, uh, David Betts, about our business as well, and we've we've lost one of our busiest quarters mm -hmm. because coming up Christmas isn't overly busy, mm -hmm. and getting everything prepped up for summer is usually a bit of a push. Yeah. We've missed that. Yeah. New tax year. So then, yeah. so yeah, so it's if you look at how much work usually slows down for the tax year. It will have a significant and measurable impact, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but. Like I say, next it does look like it was going to drop for this year anyway. But come next year, it will look like a significant spike. So mm -hmm. yeah. come next year's figures, we'll need to be going. That's not there's not a true reflection. No, uh, we need to go back and compare four or five years worth. Yeah. Um, construction is one of the few industry sectors that saw the increase of fatal injuries. That's went up. Um, up so that's went the construction fatalities has actually went up from last year, even with the COVID. So, that's, but but again, I could have balanced out over the the lockdown the lockdown period. Uh, comparison with other countries is quite in interesting. The UK consistently has one of the lowest rates of fatality across the EU. Shows that something's doing it right. So across the EU, we have got the the statistically and consistently the lowest rate of fatal injuries across our sectors. What does it say in America? Is there any statistic for? I've, I've not read all of it. It yeah. does got it's got here global comparison uh, with the USA. In fact, actually, if I have a quick look at it, um, UK is at 0 0.5, 0 0.52 per one hundred thousand employees. Um, France is three. Uh, where's America? Yes, Spain, Hungary, Latvia. Uh, okay, um, for example, global comparisons with USA Asia are not available due to differences in definition of workplace accidents. Mm. So it doesn't give it. This one on page 12 does give us a potential impact of COVID-19 on number of fatalities. And it talks through that GDP fell by 5, 5.8%. It's pretty interesting. Like I said, I've not had a proper time to read it. It only came through to me today. Mm -hmm. uh, but I would certainly recommend, even though it's injury statistics and it seems like it's a bit of a ghoulish thing to read, the way the HSE break them down is it goes into GDPR and all the influencing factors 
So it actually it's more or less kind of gives you the root causes. So yeah. you know, we've got more work happening, etc. So it's 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 pretty interesting. Yeah. 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 So I would highly recommend anybody give that a give that a read over. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will be on our website at some point, and I don't know if I'll do a, a, an analysis this time or I'll just because I've had a quick chat about it. Maybe just stick it up and let people draw their own conclusions. Yeah. Or maybe yeah. do it in the next podcast. We'll see. Get somebody in the chat about it. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. yeah. It'd be good if we could get someone. If anyone's interested, like Stephen said before. Yeah. Maybe get them on. Well, who who do you think would be interested? I can I can ask around. Yeah. Let's all put our thinking caps on. Yeah. See if we can get somebody. Cool. Stick them in a hot seat. Yeah. I don't want to put any any pressure on anyone watching. So, so you don't want to call anyone out and go exactly. right. Exactly. <laughs> You, you, <laughs> you watching. <laughs> We're waiting. I, I, I personally think we should get one of the red chairs like what they've got on the Real Norton show. Okay. So to, tell, to tell the story, and if they didn't like the story, they'd get ejected. <laughs> oh, that, that, that could be good. Could be, yeah, could or like be. one of these uh, seats they get in an amusement park when you throw the ball and they fall in the water. <laughs> 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 the yeah. Yeah. So you're boring. <laughs> Off. Obviously, one of us being on the seat, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, because that'll end up being me on that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like the idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we can, yeah, I think if we can find somebody that's interesting coming along, just give them a, a, a chance to have a discussion with something, whatever's on your mind. Yeah. If it's, it doesn't have to be necessarily health and safety. Mm-hmm. It, even though it's a health and safety company, it's a health and safety newsletter. Recently, it's not really been health and safety. It's been everything but. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Politics, finances, <coughs> KFC. Yeah. <laughs> Always a popular subject. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Actually, I hope the Colonel watches this because I would like to personally ask that you bring back the dirty Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one day we'll get sponsored by KFC. Mm-hmm. Anything's possible. Yeah. Anything or just free KFC. Mm. I like the free stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Was there anything else we wish to, to discuss, guys? Anything else we want to add? No. I think we've taken up more than enough of these guys' time. I think we've exhausted it, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same. <laughs> so the next month will be... This is June, July, so it'll be... Is it July, August? So it'll be the July, August one. We'll try and get out in a relatively timely fashion. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Make sure you like and subscribe, and let us know. Give us feedback. And hopefully, if it's if it's real British summertime, we may, may be able to even hold it outside. We can, yeah, we can hold it outside. It's nice and bright. We can hear some birds chirping. Yeah, some, some birds chirping, some rain dropping. Yeah, adds a little <laughs> bit of drama to the. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. Well, see you next. See you next time. Take off for now. Oh, that's so that was what, half an hour? That's yeah, that's yeah. 29 minutes. Just under half an hour. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, perfect. That's good. Not too much rambling bullshit nope. this time. That was good. That was quick, wasn't it? Half an hour, that went an hour, yeah. I thought that went a lot better than like the first time we'd done it in that, in that studio, I think.